In this episode, we go through part two of our Intro to Consulting series. Now, this episode covers the key question, what do consultants do? And we actually start by busting some myths that are perpetuated by the firms and their marketing of what happens inside the organization. Then we break down your actual time and the specific skills that you'll need to succeed on the job. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Today is part two of our Intro to Consulting series. In part one, we covered what consulting is, but in part two, we're going to answer another key question. What do consultants do? It's a question we receive often. And honestly, the firms aren't that great at explaining clearly exactly how many hours you'll spend time in Excel. First, let me address some common misconceptions about consulting. When people think about consulting, they often think it is flying first class, drinking expensive alcohol, and staying at fancy hotels. It's not untrue, but that's certainly not the focus. It's, they also think, based on what the firms present, that it's writing on whiteboards and having brainstorming sessions in tall office buildings. And look, the case interview doesn't help. It only addresses issues for business at a high-level, cursory point of view. Number three, people think that it's creating impact and working with CEOs, which is also true but clearly nebulous. So while many of these things indicate the things that consultants do, it's not the substance of what makes a consultant. While there is truth to all of these, what consultants spend most of their time doing is actually, number one, 60% to 80% Excel. A lot of people look at me with a little bit of a funny face when I tell them that Excel is the primary focus of their job. I mean, I thought the point was making slides and doing research. Sure, it is. But Excel is the fundamental foundation of everything that you will do inside consulting. That Excel is based on 10% of your time in research. You gather information on the client, on the competitors, on the market. Some of that information is internal. Some of it is external. You design market research and some of it is purchased. It's third party research. After you've done those two pieces, the 10% of the research in the 60 to 80% of Excel, you are 70 to 90% of the way done. So what's the balance? What's the remainder? Finally, you take some of your insights from your analysis and pull them into a PowerPoint deck, distilling down what's most important into actionable slides to be presented to the client. This can take up to 20% of your time. And the remainder, the balance, the tiny percentages left are meetings internal, external calls, and more. If you find yourself lucky enough to join the team at Investor Group Services, you'll immediately discover that IGS is not your typical cookie cutter strategy consulting firm. At IGS, you will regularly interact with senior level management and clients and take ownership of client relationships early on in your tenure. In addition, top performers can increase their earnings through the firm's uncapped performance-based compensation model and be put on the fast track to a management role. Sound too good to be true? You can learn about open roles and apply today by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting igsboston.com. Stacks has got it going on when it comes to culture and benefits. Folks at the firm report fantastic compensation, 
promotions based on meritocracy instead of tenure. There's a novel idea. A collegial culture with a small office feel, outstanding professional development opportunities, and much more. If you haven't heard of Stacks yet, the firm is a boutique strategy consultancy that focuses on projects along the private equity investment lifecycle. Projects include commercial due diligence, exit planning, value creation for PE portfolio companies, and much more. If a consulting role with this fast-growing firm interests you, see Open Roles and get your application in at Stacks.com. That's S-T-A-X.com. Or click the link in this episode's show notes. All of this adds up to 50 to 80 hours a week, especially in your first year when you're not good at any of the above. And in your second year and more, it can go down, but it will base on the timing of the project. For example, the week before a deliverable, even in your experienced years, you're still going to be working hard and late. Consulting certainly is not for the faint of heart. There are additional bonus activities. Some clients will require or request for you to travel to their sites. Sometimes this is important so you can see their actual physical operations. And sometimes you'll actually be gone Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday, depending on the firm and the project. You also are responsible for participating in recruiting at least once a year with any management consulting firm. And you might want to have a bit of a personal life on the side. Of course, work-life balance is important inside the firms. If you're not scared away by the work that consultants do, and you think you're still a good fit for consulting, we would love to help you with resources and programs to help get you ready to break into this ultra-competitive field. In addition, you can take our quiz with the link in the show notes to find out if you're ready for the case interview, and you can reach out afterwards based on the findings and your score. If you're interested in breaking into consulting, we would love to help. Our most popular program is Black Belt, which gives you at least eight one-on-one sessions with an expert coach, all of our digital resources, and a resume cover letter edit. If you've got questions about Black Belt or you just want to know more about how we can help you specifically break into consulting, you can reach out to us, team at managementconsulted.com. And of course, for more great content, please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.